On this episode, I talk about my recent trip, which included a quick stay at B Resort at Disney Springs, Villain's Lair DVC Dessert Party, and Breakfast at Cape May Cafe. Today is February 21st, 2023, and this is episode 541 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I am giving Rhonda the day off today, from podcasting at least. Make sure you check us out on the web at mainstmagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at mainstmagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes on every Tuesday and Friday. If you're planning a trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, it can be downright overwhelming, frustrating, especially today as Rodeo Roundup Barbecue Reservations kind of went live this morning. Uh, I definitely have a mouse dining alert set for future dates, times, availability. They will go ahead and message you when that pops up in their system so you can go ahead and book your meal. Visit msmfriends.com to use this free service. So uh, just me today. Sadly, I apologize for that. We'll have Rhonda back here very soon. I know everyone is missing her, as am I. Uh, She had five days out in Vegas and got home and is straight back to work for the week. So I'm kind of filling in for the both of us with this solo episode today as I took a, I guess, air quote, solo trip down to Disney to meet up with some wonderful friends from all over the country that happen to be in town. So just me for today, but I am going to talk about everything that I got to do, which first is going to include my first stay at the B Resort and Spa located right at Disney Springs. Uh, If you're interested in this resort, any of the other resorts in the Disney Springs area, pretty much uh, anywhere in Orlando, including those Disney properties, Universal, and more, go to MainSTMagicTravel.com and fill out that form for the free quote. Uh, B Resort was really just a spot I needed to lay my head, and I wanted to be basically as on property as I could be uh, to help save on travel and Ubering back and forth and things like that. So Chuck was able to get me a great rate. As with any of these Disney Springs resorts, for the most part, you do have to be weary of their additional fees. That'll include a resort fee. That'll include parking. At B Resort, once I arrived, that was an additional $65 a night. Now, I was only staying there one night, uh, not as big of a deal, but all in, I was well over $200 uh, for this room just as somewhere to lay my head. Now, I'll be honest, I've not always heard of the best reviews of the B Resort in the past from some good friends of ours, so I was a little bit interested to check this out. While I did not get to use all the amenities, I walked down to the pool area. There's a pool bar, um, looked pretty nice. Uh, there is a restaurant on property, the kitchen. I did not get to try that. It was closed by the time I got back after midnight and I actually had to door dash uh, some dinner, late, late, late dinner. Um, I should say early dinner at that point because it was 1 a.m. Anyway, so it was very clean throughout the resort. It's a, a beautiful lobby. They've got spa services on site. The room seemed very clean. Um, Overall, throughout the resort, there was the slightest, I guess, must of smoke, um, as in cigarette smoke. So I don't know if these rooms go back and forth between smoking and non-smoking rooms. But honestly, you got over it real quick and didn't really notice it after you had been there for just a little bit of time. But very spacious room. I had two queen beds. There's also a fifth pullout 
little couch uh, sofa sleeper. So we talk a lot about those families that are getting larger than four, and this would sleep that fifth person if you needed it. Nice large bathroom, everything included in one area, including toilet, shower, sink, all of that. You've got a Keurig coffee maker, and then you do have a beverage cooler, much like what Disney had moved into their refurbs and the all-star resorts. Um, so they're just not guaranteeing that this can keep medicine cold enough. So something else just to be aware of. But this was a perfect spot for me to get back to uh, late at night, sleep for about six, seven hours, and then get up and be on my way. Um, looking back, I possibly could have found something a bit cheaper further away. I would just need to factor in the cost of Uber to and from because I went ahead and used Disney transportation to meet up with everyone by walking down to Disney Springs and then busing over to Boardwalk where they were at. Uh, I did take an Uber on the way home just because it was after midnight at this point. So B Resort, I would put it on the list of possibilities when you are looking you know, on Disney property, uh, but not necessarily Disney owned. So met up with friends and had a, had a great day hanging out with Kat and Michael, Jossie and Nick, Kiyomi. And we just, I mean, really kind of just hung out for the most part. Uh, we did Tower of Terror over at Hollywood Studios and then hopped on over to Banana Cabana, grabbed something to eat, have a drink before making our way over to Epcot. Uh, at that point, everybody was a needed to go back and kind of take a little bit of a break, but Michael and I stuck around and actually did the single rider line for Test Track and got on that in about 40 to 45 minutes. Uh, this was a holiday weekend, and not only that, it is also the kickoff to winter break for a lot of the schools up north. So we have seen Genie Plus these past couple days not only reach the top price ever of $29, so even more expensive than the Christmas holiday, but also sell out two consecutive days. I would not uh, be surprised if it sells out again today on Tuesday. Um, so just something to note and something to down here. We're not used to a winter break, you know, and, and even when I was in Maryland, I don't remember having a winter break. That was our Christmas break. We didn't get another one, you know, a month and a half later. So if you're unaware with that type of thing, just always keep your eye on the holiday weekends they're going to always be a heck of a lot busier. So we really were just kind of having a relaxing day because that night we had the Enchantment at the Top Dessert Party. This is located at Villain's Lair, the Top of the World Lounge in Bay Lake Tower, DVC only, but Kat and Michael were able to get extra tickets uh, for a couple of their friends. So there were six of us actually going. These tickets are $99 each. This includes an open bar, unlimited desserts, and your special viewing area for what is currently enchantment. So I always say on this show that I'm not a big dessert person. And what I mean by that is I don't typically seek out desserts. I'm not the type that usually wants to do a dessert party. I'd rather have something with appetizers or d'oeuvres, something savory. I got to say, I'm probably a dessert person because all of these desserts were outstanding. They had a cheesecake profiterol, which was my favorite thing there. It was like this little just puff of cheesecake goodness. They had little miniature strawberry shortcake cupcakes, a key lime tart, mini top of the world cake, and then this caramel coffee hazelnut shot, which was absolutely delicious. So Villain's Lair, 
This was kind of the refurb or the reimagining, I should say, after coming out, at, you know, the reopening after COVID and all. And much of it is very much the same as it was before. It had been a couple of years since we had been up there. Um, they are putting little, you know, uh, framed artwork of villains around. Uh, there was a coat rack that had like some villains coats hanging from it. Corel DeVille's um, like little sash thing kind of hanging from it. Not anything really overly themed. But the cast members are talking in a way that is themed. You know, they're they're talking as though they're kind of like a henchman for a villain. And then when you get to their crafted concoctions, like their alcoholic cocktails, you've got the cursed pirate, the man in the forest, the underworld, uh, mirror, mirror, moonshine, the other side. So you do have these themed drinks, um, mocktails and things like that. This was an absolute blast. We had such a good time. I honestly was getting there expecting, you know, good desserts and all, but I was expecting them to have as an open bar, like two or three, you know, pre-mixed cocktails. This was full open bar, whatever you wanted for the entire duration, which was a few hours, um, you know, that you got to go in there before the fireworks and the viewing. And then this is just such a wonderful spot to go view the fireworks. You know, California Grill, of course, is great. Top of the World Lounge, I think, beats it by far. And not that I didn't think that Disney was one of the most incredible places on the planet that I've been to. Obviously, we love Disney very much. But there was a moment I went outside and everybody else was still inside. And I just kind of stood and this sweeping view from the left of um, the contemporary and the monorail lit up running through because the sun has now set. Off in the distance, you see buses and cars going by. You see minivans. You see the boats and the ferries. You see Grand Flow and Polly in the distance. And as you continue to look around, that monorail comes back out in front, you know, where the train station is. And you see Cinderella Castle all lit up. And then as you continue to span to the right now, you know, eventually fireworks are shooting off. And you've got Space Mountain and now Tron all lit up and running. And there just truly was nothing like that sight. Uh, that I think I'd ever really just taken in at Disney and truly sat back and enjoyed. And if you have an opportunity to do this, if you're DVC, if you've got friends that are DVC and they can get you up there, I would very highly recommend this at 99 bucks a person. It's hard to find things at Disney you would call a deal. And I personally think this was a pretty good deal. Speaking of good deals, uh, that evening... Good friends, Chuck and Amy, who are down there. Chuck, happy 50th birthday, buddy. Uh, so glad I got to come down and celebrate with you a little bit. But they hit me up and said, would you like to come to Cape May Cafe with us in the morning? I was like, that sounds great. I have not done breakfast there. It had been several years since we had done dinner with the girls. Uh, there are a lot of changes. And of course, this is Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast. This is going to have Minnie Mouse, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. They're going to come out. So if you're looking for character dining, this is a really good one. Uh, this is American food, buffet, and you are going to get 10% discount as your annual pass or your DVC member. They're serving breakfast daily from 7.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. It's so funny because we did that episode last week, Splurge or Save. And I recommended to not really splurge on breakfast unless it was an Ohana or a Boma, uh, you know, a Topolino, something like that. Add Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast at Cape May Cafe to a splurge. And honestly, at $45 for an adult, $29 per child plus tax and gratuity, I don't even think this is that much of a splurge or a bad price at all. 
So when you sit down, first of all, you're in Beach Club. So the theming and the atmosphere is incredible. This is a, you know, beachside resort and it feels very uh, beachy and homey in that way. They're going to bring to the table these salted caramel beach buns with vanilla cream. Absolutely delicious to start your day off. And then you're going to have a full breakfast buffet offering. You're going to get everything from a selection of fruits. You've got your Mickey waffles and French toast, oatmeal and grits. They have these little cheddar biscuits and gravy. There's an omelet, carving station, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage. They do have the full allergen guide available, which uh, Amy needed for gluten. And they bring out this whole guide that you can go through and it checks off, you know, all these different allergies, which you can and can't have. So I went immediately to the omelet station. I love a good just fresh made omelet, uh, did egg whites, did their Western omelet and added spinach. And again, they're making it for you right there. And what I love about it, these people are so talented. First of all, they have four omelets with all four different ingredients all going at the same time. And not only that, the chef was talking to us the whole time, asking how our morning was, you know, uh, there was a bride to be that was up there as well, talking to her. So it just that little, you know, touch of the, the cast member and the, the kindness and all really goes a long way. As you went over, of course, there's your Mickey waffles, really good French toast. I liked the little cheddar biscuits and the gravy. Uh, they were a bit dense. They, they didn't feel like they had that fluffy homemade kind of um, exterior and like flakiness to them, but the gravy and all was still very, very good on it. And then you also had a carving station with some ham right near the omelets. Big selection of fruits. You're going to get at most of these. Um, and then you do have little chocolate chip pancakes, of course, potato barrels, um, not only Mickey, but mini shaped waffles. Here's what I loved the most was there is a whole section of the buffet laid out with your your eggs, your bacon, your sausage. Disney bacon, some of my favorite. We make it at home, bake it in the oven. You get that true Disney-like crisp on it. Um, sausage was actually very good. And they have a big tub of scrambled eggs. Next to that is a big tub of scrambled eggs with peppers, onions, and steak all mixed throughout it. Next to that is salsa and some shredded cheese. And then my favorite was warm flour tortillas. I absolutely love breakfast tacos. They're not something you get at a lot of places. I'll make them at home often. So I took the tortillas and filled it with the steak and egg mixture, a little bit of salsa, a little bit of cheese on top. And this was honestly probably my favorite breakfast item that they had. And if I could see, I wanted to get a little bit of everything. I even went back, got some crepes. Those were very good as far as Disney crepes go. Um, but I would see myself almost going back and making myself like a trio of different, you know, breakfast tacos with eggs and bacon. The hash browns were really good there. So I just, I really enjoyed this. Of course, having the company there, um, being with good friends, celebrating a birthday, a milestone birthday is going to make anything better. But I was just so super impressed uh, a lot of times, even at Ohana, the breakfast food is good, but you're really paying for that atmosphere of being at the poly. You're paying to have characters. This had everything. And Donald and Daisy, Minnie, Goofy all came around. They spend time at all the tables. They're signing autographs. They're taking photos. They're interacting. Like This is one of those that really shoots up my list, I think. Um, and, and I would not put it over a Topolinos, but a Topolinos is a very different dining experience because you're ordering entrees as your selection, as opposed to doing the buffet. So B resort, 
Villain's Lair, Breakfast at Cape May Cafe, seeing a lot of my bestest friends. Uh, this was a wonderful trip. Rhonda was very, very much missed, but she will be back for the next episode. I know this was a quick one because we don't get any of, of Rhonda to have her wonderful sunshine and, and input and, and our normal banter. Um, but I did want to make sure that I got this information out to everyone and we will be back to normal on Friday with both Rhonda and I. Uh, we've got some fun stuff coming up, including a dance competition at the Contemporary with Lacey and her dance team. So we're going to check all that out along with the opening of Flower and Garden, a Tron preview which we will talk a little bit more about later as far as that goes. Uh, trying, as I mentioned earlier, to secure the Rodeo uh, Roundup barbecue reservation for one of the first few days so that Rhonda and I can go down and check that out. We're hoping to do a night during spring break at Universal Orlando Resort, bring you some of that good stuff. Then in April, we have our Wonderland crew weekend to see Blue October. That is going to include a nice big party of 10 at Beer Garden for the dining package and who knows what else we'll get into. And then the following weekend, Rhonda and I will head down for our 17th anniversary. Still planning some of that, but a lot of good stuff to come. If you want all those brand new episodes, please hit subscribe. You get them every Tuesday and Friday. And as always, we'd be super thankful if you could leave us a rating and review because as Rhonda always says, it helps our show grow. That's all I've got. I'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World So they made this podcast to share it all with you Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you